Welcome to Quartet for Two, a light-hearted classical music podcast pitting composers from across the ages against each other for no other reason than talking about music in a silly and opinionated way. I'm Arthur Keegan. And I'm David Fay. We've got a deck of cards, each card is a different composer, and we'll draw them against each other, deciding on any basis we like who goes through to the next round and ultimately wins the game. We're indebted to Margit van der Zwan, whose card game Quartet inspired this idea. coming to my house. Format points. Um, tonight we are experimenting with a different setup. We've got the two wild cards for the first round and excitingly dun, dun, for the second dun, round dun, we're going to have dun, 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 <laughs> one further wild card called the harmonic theory set which yeah. we're going to add one more in for the second round. It's home advantage. Home advantage. Shake, shake, shake. Shake, your booty. Robert Schumann, Jake Robert Schumann. I don't think we've had Schumann before. That's exciting. Uh, very excited. Yeah. Plays. Gustav oh Mahler, absolutely yeah. ever present. Oh. Sorry about the legs, but <laughs> <laughs> Gustav Mahler can't keep away. We uh, so I've just edited the last episode, and we take him out. Hildegard takes him out. Yeah, in the last episode. I mean, that's Mara. quite a big call. It is a big call, but you you know what got me was that she was eight hundred years ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. Only just over a hundred years ago. So Schumann is a composer who I feel has not particularly been much in fashion in the last twenty years. Yeah, but. Perhaps is becoming more in fashion, at least in terms of the recordings that are being made, particularly of his symphonies. Actually, some really good recordings of his symphonies. Do you know, I don't think I know them. I don't think well, I know them at all. Well, the thing the thing that people say about Schumann is he's a shit orchestrator. Yeah, that's always the stick. Really. And yeah, and and I think it's interesting that 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 holds such. Um, well, it's your it's your opera thing, isn't it? Like you you. you <laughs> tend to your headline stuff is usually opera stuff and and people do tend to hold the ability to orchestrate yeah in it's, terms it's, of it's part of that kind of com- composery biasy type thing you know a big production like an opera is a huge achievement yeah, and a huge like, yeah. megalomaniacal thing to yeah, get done <laughs> nice. uh, and similarly the kind of the orchestration is often held up as well that's the pinnacle that's the stuff yeah, yeah, um, and and particularly within the nineteenth century, the mm. symphonies. I mean, and that's interesting because Mahler is obviously so. You know, in, t- in terms of symphonies, I, I like Schumann symphonies, and they uh, and I didn't think that I would, but a few couple of new recordings out the last couple of years, Baron Boyum with the Staatskapelle Dresden, oh, okay. I think, or maybe Staatskapelle Berlin, and uh, François Xavier Rote, I think, mm-hmm. did some Schumann with. Either of his orchestras, um, which is Les Siecles, Period Instrument Orchestra, absolutely. Like, those guys, everything they touch turns mm. to gold. They're stunning. He also conducts the Goetznich Orchestra Cologne. But but in terms of symphonies, obviously Mahler absolutely whoops his ass because no-one's saying that he's not a good orchestrator. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's like... And I, and I love... I do like Schumann's song, 
but I don't feel the weight. Mm, yeah. I feel I feel like I'm erring on Marla. And that, if that's... it was yeah, if it was if it was Schubert, then you'd be like, yeah. okay, he he dates the song. But Marla's songs are such a central mm. part of his output, but also such a pinnacle of that tradition. Mm-hmm. I'm really, I really love Robert Schumann's music. Mm. Um, Contrary to what I would have said, even a couple of years ago, I would have been like, no. Well, at one point we were talking about him being in Dave's Faves categories. Yeah, yeah, exactly, because <laughs> I do bang on about him. Mm. But However, I think when we're comparing these two, probably let's call the songs a draw. So so it's chamber music where Marla wrote one beautiful movement of a quartet, piano quartet. Schumann has some really amazing mm. chamber music. Um. Both have very interesting biographies, very much um, uh, kind of tales of struggle. Schumann with mental health, um, Mahler with being, being Jewish yeah. and, you know, tragedy in his families and, and stuff like that. They've got romance in their biographies as well. Oh, yeah, 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 um, yeah. Mahler's is complicated. Yeah. Uh, Schumann's, you know, he worked bloody hard to make it less complicated but mm. it, yeah um with with clara and her father um mr veek um which is quite a fun name to say quite... <laughs> um, mr veek i can't i'm not in a position to put schumann through because yeah, okay and I mean, marla is amazing we're, we're slightly <laughs> maybe getting yeah, tired of marla yeah. because he's always in it well uh, but, he's but we amazing. never put him through we always I, well i think today's we say, the day one of the things we say in the last pod is that Anyone listening to this knows that we hate Marla. <laughs> but we're going to put him through today. Good. So Marla goes through at the expense of Robert Schumann. What an interesting first matchup. Yeah, and it's fun, uh, it's I mean, fun to talk about, it's fun to talk about Schumann. It's very and fun. it gives me some more homework I need to get on the playlist yeah. uh, with some of those new recordings. We've got Cassia. Cassia versus... <laughs> yes! Keenan's Keenan. Jonathan Harvey. Harvey. Well, I'm very excited to talk about Jonathan Harvey. Yeah, well, go on then. <laughs> Very nice man. I don't know if that. Uh, I don't know what Cassia was like. Not many people do. No. Um, no one alive. Everyone, everyone who uh, speaks of Harvey. That, I mean, it seems he's another one, a little bit like Nussan. I was saying last time. Um, who it seems everyone who's working now met Jonathan Harvey at some point, mm-hmm. uh, apart from me. <laughs> um, and they just if when they talk about Nussan being kind of musically generous, they talk about Harvey being kind and gentle. Mm-hmm. Um, which is nice. I love Jonathan Harvey's music. It was a huge influence on me. Some of it is quite hard, and and it, it kind of he's got a very diverse rep in that mm-hmm. some is just beautiful and lyrical and kind of grabbable straight away, uh, and others is more more, more difficult to, mm-hmm. to to get your head around. Um, but as influential as an Ocasio is now, and having heard our nice hymn. Extracts. She, she, yeah. So she's a um, ninth century, century Byzantine. Byzantine influential. Hymn lots writer. of hymns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah lots yeah. of hymns. Some are of still... which are still in the rep, yeah. the liturgical mm. repertoire. However, I just don't think we have enough data to 
on her to, to send her through on 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 so, versus a Keegan's keen on. Well, and we've had we've we've got personal memory of putting on some of Jonathan yeah, Harley's yeah, music yeah, 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 in yeah, yeah. in real triumphant that, setting. I imagine that's going to be the clip. I think Mortua's playing a Viva Soco probably has to be. Um, has to be anyway. Yeah, I have got a CD of his choral music. Oh, great. Yeah, there's yeah. a good, there's a nice one called Come Holy Ghost. Oh, right, uh, great. Which I think is a really good cool. anthem. Put it on the playlist. Yeah, stick it on there. Um, but great. I'm delighted that Jonathan Harvey Keegan's gets through. Keenan, Brilliant Jonathan stuff. Harvey. Oh, great. Yeah. That means we get to talk about him again. I know. I'm looking forward <laughs> to it very much. Home advantage. <laughs> Big at it's Tchaikovsky. Tchaikovsky. That's exciting. We yeah, like Tchaikovsky's he's music. Great. Oh, and it's Bartok. Oh, uh, I mean, is, this is one where you are in trouble. I think. Keegan's well, keen on. Yeah, I, I I love Bartok's music. We've talked about Bartok at length, but. Tchaikovsky's Tchaikovsky, man. There's, I was listening to the symphony again the other day, because uh, that's, ba- that's back in the car. Oh, which one? <laughs> uh, the, sorry, the fifth. Oh, uh, wow, yeah, yeah. And Who's it's... got the keys to the <laughs> toilet? I've Absolutely just ruined, ruined. all of you. We, we love Tchaikovsky's music. We don't give him the gravitas, I think, that he no, deserves. He's right true. up there. He's we, a big boy. We're still a big boy. So I... I, I um, I was reading a little bit about Stravinsky's love for Tchaikovsky. Oh, wow. I yeah, didn't... yeah. So he, he wrote a whole ballet in kind of um, sort of Tchaikovskyan style as an homage to Tchaikovsky called Which The ballet? Fairy's Kiss. Oh, OK, I've heard the name. Um, Obviously, I don't know any. And so this was in the 1930s, I think. And it was kind of a response to how sniffy everyone was about Tchaikovsky's uh, music back then. And I think we're still living with the legacy, to some extent, we're still living with the legacy of that sniffiness, even though, actually, everyone knows that it's fine to like Tchaikovsky's music now. But I imagine, I imagine like, when we first went to university, you didn't want to kind of admit mm, too much to yeah. anyone that you liked Tchaikovsky. I think that's probably true. I mean, there's that weird, there's that weird sort of inverse snobbery within... I'd, I'd say young musicians that um, because Vivaldi's on hold music, then you don't like Vivaldi because it's too popular. Mm. Um, Tchaikovsky's one of the probably the most famous composer. I like the idea that Tchaikovsky would be hold music, so uh, the, particularly the pathetique. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would get you to hang up, wouldn't it? <laughs> um, I think Tchaikovsky's going yeah. through. I, I love Sorry, I Bella. love Bartok. Sorry, Bella. It's yeah, not today. Not today. Up against. Oh, it's your go. It's my go. It's. Yandis Miselenka. Dave's faves. Yandis Miselenka. Dave's faves. An exciting Czech composer. Indeed, indeed. He's up against Antonio Vivaldi. Well, we've not had a chance to talk about Zelenka much before, and I don't think this is around to necessarily. We don't need to go into too much of it right now because, well, he's basically up against. It would be like Coventry playing Man City. Coventry will win. <laughs> Both sky blue. <laughs> um, no, not 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 quite like that. But but yeah, there's no doubt that Vivaldi has it. Yeah. In this in this particular matchup, but I'm looking forward to getting into Zelenka. It yeah. is. 
It's terrific music. I, I know. Terrific. I know so little. I, I'm that honking bassoon in his <laughs> everything. He loves wind instruments, and he, he writes so well for them. And yeah, it's really, really cool. It's such great music. But well, when I made the card, I listened to them. That's probably about six months ago, <laughs> uh, and that was the first. They were the first notes of Zelenka that I heard. Oh no, no, because we've listened to loads of them on. on oh, that's true. Yeah, that no, CD. That great. Those great wind. You know, trio, yeah, 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 trio yeah, sonatas yeah. with the with that. The double oboe and the, and the bassoon honking away then. <laughs> And it's just, you, we sit there and we're just like, oh my goodness, listen to this interlocking melodies. Oh yeah, it's, it's great. We'll, say, we'll save the Zellinka chat when, for when it's going to do him some Have good. some damage, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's your go. Florence Price. Florence Price. I was listening to her today. Excellent. Yeah. And I listened to some last week. Very good. Uh, plays... Felix Mendelssohn. Mm-hmm. Felix Mendelssohn is a big, big boy. I'd forgotten. Big boy for me. What did I listen to uh, that I just thought was utterly amazing? I mean, well, the, the quartet you, the, you put on the radio. The yeah, day. yeah. So I produced a breakfast programme this week on the 100th anniversary of Fanny Mendelssohn's death. Uh, and yeah, we've talked about this before, but Felix and Fanny were incredibly close, brother and sister. And when she died, he poured some of his grief and some of his love uh, for her into his sixth string quartet. The final piece he wrote. Yeah, yeah, well, cause, yeah, yeah, because he was—I mean, he was dead within six months, wasn't yeah. he? Um, incredibly moving music and so beautiful. Um, uh, I'm looking forward to Fanny uh, Mendelssohn coming out because I'm—I've become very keen on. Uh, renaming her a bit, Fanny Mendelssohn-Hensel. Yeah, Keegan's uh, Keenan. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll talk about that when we get Keegan's to it. Keegan's Keenan. Florence Price. Now, I listened to something last week and I really enjoyed it. And I cannot remember what it was. Was it the piano concerto in one movement? Uh, I, yeah, which I added to the playlist. I did listen to that. I did listen to that last week. There was something else I put on as well. But no, that... that um, have you listened to that? I just listened to it. Oh, afternoon. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's only short as well. Yeah, it's well, six minutes. why do they like yeah, it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, beautiful. I think it's great. Really beautiful. I think you can really hear... I mean, this, this is going to sound uh, clichéd, but you can really hear America yeah. in her music. And, um, and that's really attractive uh, mm. in terms of, you know, those kind of... You know, those wide open plains and that, that sort of thing. It made me frustrated she's not in the 20th century Americana <laughs> yeah, category. Yeah. Because it feels, it feels to me like it really embodies a, a time and place. Yeah. Um, it's kind of iconic of that, even though I didn't know much of her music before. Yeah, well, you know, that's, that's probably why she ends up in the honourable mentions category. Yeah. Which is what she's in. But she's uh, not going to make it through because no. Felix Mendelssohn wins. Felix is absolutely brilliant in spite of you know everything that Florence Price all of the glass ceilings that she's mm. shattered or whatever however you want to put it we need to bear that in mind yeah we, we need to always bear that in mind with with any it's a stonking achievement I mean to have she had were, she had nine symphonies were they all premiered in her life I don't think nine I think I think three I think oh. she had three symphonies I think Julie I'm thinking Perry, of Julie Perry yeah, sorry yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and that, that she had twelve Oh, well, if you 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 add the two together. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, then, let's go. Uh, Let's see. 
Oh, great. John Adams. Speaking of 20th century I Americana. I John Adams music. A nice so funny much. little face as well on the picture. Oh, oh Jeff. <laughs> Johann Sebastian Bach. I feel like John Adams has come out once before crushed. and got absolutely battered by crushed. someone. Yeah, crushed. Well, we're going to have to save the John Adams chat. Yeah, sorry, for John. Another time. Yeah, Presumably the clip there's going to be fast riding. Short riding and fast machine, I think. <laughs> what yeah. is wrong with Fast riding and short machine. That sounds pretty good yeah, as well. Maybe I'll we'll write that piece. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I bet someone's done it already. Oh, yeah, probably. It's um, also not a great idea. <laughs> oh, great! Oh, wow. Emma Hoy, Miriam... Gubria? Gabroy, yeah, Gabroy. no, Gabroy, but, but she's got another... So she's got four names, so you've just shortened it to Emma Hoy, Gabroy. Gabru, which is great, but um, she's got she's got four names. Obviously, I've got no chance. And the, oh, re- the reason Emma it shortens Hoy, to Gabru. Emma, sorry. The reason so it shortens. Gonna, we're just going to do the retake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Emma Hoy Gabru. This is exciting. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to put that in. We're going to put that whole thing in. Fuck's sake. That's um, so funny. You, you know, the, the reason the name is shortened is, is simply because of font size and managing PowerPoint. <laughs> oh, you, you do it on PowerPoint, yeah? yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. Um, um, well, it's not. But. So I didn't know much... Uh, I didn't know any music until you sent me uh, her, her obituary. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. She's we were... an amazing, amazing musician. She's an Ethiopian nun who spent most of her adult... Well, most of her... Um, cloistered life in a nunnery in Jerusalem. Yeah. Where she was able to write music. Um, and she yeah, was, I don't think it was most of it. I think it was 12 years or something. No, um, I said most of her... Clo- oh, okay. corrected myself to say Sorry. most of her cloistered life in... Fine. Um, but she... Yeah, she was a socialite. She mm. was like an upper-class Ethiopian socialite in the early... Cause she died earlier this year... Yeah. 2023 20, and um, in her 80s, 90s? I think she was in her 90s, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she, she had she, such an interesting The life. family was displaced from Ethiopia, right? They were quite a powerful family and they, they oh. had to flee. Oh, interesting, yeah, that's very interesting. And that's partly why she ends up in Jerusalem. There's a lot, there's a lot to the biography, yeah, it's such an interesting. Yeah, yeah. and her music is so, it's, it's, it's unique, it's completely mm. unique. It's mostly, it's just. It's just piano music. I read. I read on some article there is some instrumental music, but there's oh, nothing really? recorded at one. Mm. On, on... Well, that's the thing. It's only recorded because um, so basically, I guess it's an ethnomusicologist went mm. went to hear her play a, you know, an upright piano in the in the nunnery, and it's this. Yeah, it's really extraordinary music that kind of. It was different than I expected when yeah, I first yeah, heard yeah. it. It feels really modern uh, in, the, in the sense that it f- focuses so much on atmosphere, mm. but it's not like the kind of... Um, like I'm, you know, I'm, not talking, I'm not talking yeah, about ambient. Right. Yeah. Atmosphere. No, no, no. Um, no, I mean... But not I like mean, big lig- kind of... You know, ligety. Oh, right, yeah, that, that kind of <laughs> <Like> atmosphere. <laughs> yeah, I, see. I thought I just said it with but no, it's it's you know it's not ambient, but it feels like a precursor to a lot of very contemporary takes on piano. Yeah, 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 uh, absolutely, absolutely. Oh well, let's 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 see who should. Oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot that we had to play someone else.
who we got? Oh my Clara Schumann. Well, both sort of virtuosi pianists. Yeah. I mean, Clara yeah. has the virtuosi thing, especially so, in the context of 19th century, sewn up. Clara's got it. The more and more I read about mm. her and listen to her music, I just think that we we really historically haven't put her through. Near enough. I haven't given her enough. Um, I kudos. feel like you're still smarting about Fanny Mendelssohn Hensel beating Clara. No, 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 no. <laughs> I think that was one of the most interesting conversations we've had on the podcast, and probably everyone who's listening will say, "No, nah. went, went on a bit." Um, but Clara Schumann's music, yeah, is more is is more powerful. Get out, me. baby. What? B. Oh, uh, body of work, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Clara Schumann's body of work. Body of Christ, Amen. You're right. We've got Papa Haydn. Papa Joseph Haydn. <laughs> Mercy. Mercy. <laughs> oh, man. So this would yes, be yes. So I finally. a couple of weeks ago I had. I think it's more like a month and a half ago. You yeah, know? probably is actually. It does feel like something like I had a bit of a realization about Messiam, and if you like, if you'd have spoken to me into the peak of this about a month and a half ago, I'd have been going mad. Oh, you hate Messiam for, for, for Messiam to potentially be Haydn here. Oh my god! I was listening to Haydn. So what I've realized is. I do hate some of the boring, annoying, awkward organ music. Ah, uh, yeah, but I think I think if you so, I'm I actually think we have had this conversation before. I think we've had it off pod, right, maybe right, after right, a few right, glasses yeah. of wine, yeah, like yeah, a, yeah, about yeah, a month yeah, ago. Yeah, 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 good, 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 good. But I reckon you, if you'd have joined me in St Paul's Cathedral on a dark and cold night in the middle of December for a, a free concert. Oh, now uh, you're talking about language. Yeah, exactly. And it was the most extraordinary concert. It it really sticks out in my And that's just solo uh, organ. Solo organ, twenty four pe- you know, movement piece. In you're just sitting there in under the dome of St Paul's Cathedral. Well that sounds amazing. Yeah, and the the uh, an amazing instrument. But am um, I putting this on am I putting on a, a, a massive organ piece? No, I've not put it on. Yeah, I yeah, don't I need suppose. to put it on. That's not I what suppose, it was I think, written for. I think, what, you know, when I was talking about those hardcore Messianites, I think it's people telling me, listen to all Messian's organ works. They're amazing. They're the pinnacle of organ music. And I've tried to listen to it at home, you know, maybe when I was quite young and just starting into classical music. And yeah, it's, it's, I get you. It's a difficult sound world I to break you. into. I get you. I get you. Anyway, all of this is for naught because Papa Haydn beats the Messian. Yeah, Haydn <laughs> wins. Here he is. Johannes Pachewell. Gary Flickcroft. Gary Flickcroft. Ah, <laughs> oh, great. You might have to explain the Gary Flickcroft. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry, yeah. Gary Flickcroft is a footballer from the 90s. Well, in the, he played for Blackburn in the 90s. And I had football sticker books. And for some reason, he was the only person of all the hundreds and hundreds of stickers who had put his face really close to the camera. So he had a massive big head. <laughs> I know he'd actually gone... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd... I don't think that happened, but something happened. For some reason, they cropped, they cropped it different, or they yeah. couldn't get the rights for the. I, I'm guessing it was just like somewhat, he stood in the wrong place, and so his head was massive in the frame, and that's what Johannes Pachelbel yeah, is like in picture. this picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, look at the difference in size of his head yeah. between. <laughs> 
William Bird. <laughs> and he's got a beard to extend his head. <laughs> and, and a rough that extends the beard. <laughs> <laughs> and he's still smaller than Gary. But that is, it's about half the size yeah, of Packer well, Wells' face. We're not Muggy Vendor Swans, because these two from the original pack. They're beautiful. Quite a lot of them have come out, actually. Yeah, that's true. Um, William Bird wins. Yes, please. Beautiful yeah. music. Packer Bell, I only know one piece, and it's all right. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Steve Reich. Reich in the afternoon. Have you heard the edit that I've done of the Steve Reich piece? Do you know which one I've used? Uh, yes, it's the... Um, <laughs> there's been a honeymoon! <laughs> yeah. it, so there's a story behind that. Um, so this is the clip you just heard. This is the autograph yeah, of yeah, Steve yeah, Reich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so um, when we were growing up, we didn't really... My family got more and more into classical music. As we were as we were growing up, particularly my mum. Um all of the famous music they knew. And my dad loves Tchaikovsky and, and really loves Puccini Opera and mm. um and my mum was really into all music but she used to listen to Classic FM. Um, which is kind of hard to believe now. <laughs> but she got a she picked up a CD a, a gramophone magazine C D mm-hmm. at a charity shop. Right. So these are the free CDs yeah. that come with a magazine and she would have got like four CDs for 20p or something like that yeah. in, a, in a charity shop. Oh, and it has, like, you know, the, the, it's such an insane compilation CD because it's got, like... It would have, like, Delib's pizzicato uh, thingy and, like, uh, a little... a nice little piano, like, Debussy Arabesque or whatever. Very nice. And then it would have, uh, you know, some choral music on. And then it had City Life. <laughs> in the middle of... So this is when I was... It sounds like a GCSE 11. syllabus. Yeah. <laughs> But I was probably 11. Right. And, and so we, we used to take the piss out of it so much because we were like, <laughs> we're a honeymoon. My whole family, if my sisters are listening, they're absolutely, they're, they'll get real kind of... <laughs> Nostalgic. Like Madeleine, uh, you know, in, in the Vervain tea at that because that, and that is a really weird juxtaposition, like a Proustian moment with Steve Rice City Life. <laughs> Crazy. Anyway, I, I couldn't resist putting it in. That's great. No. Do the honeymoon. <laughs> why does he ta- why does he say that? I mean I don't know about the piece, so there's probably a reason, but Well yeah, it was, it'd be a sore sound thing. Um Steve Rice is an important composer, but he's up against Sergei Prokofiev. And finally, we can put Prokofiev and through without any. We do not talk about the Vespers. About, uh, it's not the Vespers. You've done it again. Sorry, I've done it again. You've done it again. Every single time, you get the mix up. Where is the waste up? <laughs> it's, it's literally just because it's got the same first name. Yeah. I mean, that's. Well, they're both in the Russians category. Oh, I'm trying to think what it was now. Uh, so there's three symphonies, but there's just loads and loads of massive yeah, music that, from Prokofiev. That's Prokofiev. right, Prokofiev's got six symphonies. We've got to edit this out. Or, or eight. No, no way, man. Fuck no off. <laughs> What's the matter with me? I feel like I've had I just a... think it's a classic. I think you're, you're playing up for it. Playing up with it. I don't know how many symphonies he's written by this. Anyway, I feel like I've given Prokofiev and Rachmaninoff a hard time. Yeah, we have. We, especially Prokofiev. Although we haven't given him a hard time. But he's just had really, really tough matchups. Mm. I enjoyed remembering that, the cantata. Now, I am talking about the right composer this time. Yeah, I think so. That's just a good Anyway. Fuck off. It's you. God, that was depressing. Oh, Rivka 
Ortega. Great, a nice a welcome seen, return. Seen her for ages. I like her Absolutely picture. Absolutely ages. Yeah, uh, Ruth Crawford Seeger versus. Dorothy Ashby. There's some originals coming out. In this yeah. Um, well, I, I think it's Ruth Crawford Seeger for me. Yeah, I, it is for me. I, I've I've gone back to the quartet a little bit. Oh yeah. Um, I haven't done more homework than that. But I haven't done any homework on Dorothy. Well, Ashby I was just thinking that. Yeah, I haven't. There's her music is much nicer to listen to than hers. Sorry, uh, Dorothy Ashby is nicer to listen to than Crawford Seeger, but. It's she's it's a jazz thing again, isn't it? It's it's jazz got, thing. got got down to the thing that the fact we this need is to get actually, a jazz guest on to put us right. <laughs> well, I mean, we needed a whole new extension pack for for well, the, yeah. the jazz because they don't get much of a look in with us. Uh, Crawford Sorger. Crawford Sorger. Crawford Seeger through. And that's exciting. I'm looking forward to her next round. Yeah. Uh, uh, is it me? Oh, we got we still got all our cards. Oh we? yeah, we've still got two. Yeah. What happens if they're against each other? Oh, there's a there's a mechanism oh, for that. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. Um, is it me? It's you. <laughs> there it is. Con un dio, contrabassi, come on, piccoli, honestly, you have no ears, no eyes. Corpo d'un dio fantissimo. Adora Toscanini. Okay, so I get to pick a criteria upon which the next. Uh, face off is judged, and I did. I have been thinking about this in the week, and I great. know what it's going to be. Great, and I'm glad great, there aren't great, any cards out because it's unbiased. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I want us to put through the person you'd most like to go and have a pint with. Great, I love it. I <laughs> think that is so good. That's what he's. That's that's, that's what Toscanini That's why he's for. in the pack. Contrabassi, contrabassi. But what are you doing? Nothing at all. You, the third one along. So horrible. So horrible. Can you imagine he being singles at work? out the third one along. <laughs> it's so horrible. I... It's yeah, amazing. Exactly. It reminds me a little bit of um, when you think of like footballers, where like if they misplace a pass or something, fifty thousand people go, "You!" And I always think about that. If you're, <laughs> when you're at work, like typing an email and you send it to the wrong person or something, you don't have loads of people going, "You, you, fuck, you don't know what you're doing, mate." Shame on you. But that's just going to So this is the thing: who's the best person to go for a pint? Yeah, the criteria is who we want to go for a pint with more. Okay. Charlie, Charlie Parker, Parker, pretty yeah. good at going pretty to the pub, I would have thought. There. Pretty high up. Versus. <laughs> okay, so this now. So means... we've got double world card action here. Yeah, so this is confusing. Sandwich has come out, which means it has to mean that Charlie Parker is the one that gets shited. Okay, so so yeah, so uh, card against which shite is drawn immediately removed from the game. It's Charlie Parker. Oh so my god, poor old Charlie Parker. <laughs> he was he just was on the cusp. So close. Because I can't think of many people you'd rather get on the pub exactly, with than Charlie Parker. Exactly, exactly. Genie Mac. So that means we've There's got one, one card, card left. left. And so that's a dial by and Toscanini. Does, oh, does Next Toscanini round. stay on the round? round? Yeah, he stays on yes. the board because he hasn't had his say yet and Toscanini <laughs> always gets his say. You, 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 you. You have no ears, no eyes. 
Nothing at all. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> so this is now a dial buy. I've got a coin in my pocket. Oh, oh no, I haven't. There's a wallet there, and it's going to be the shopping toy thing again. That's out. All, uh, this is so toy. much fun, man. This is so much fun. This is it so is good. Ridiculous. Uh, right. So should we see who it is first? Uh, no. Okay. So it's going to be a dial buy. It's going to be a die. That's out. It's a die. Who is it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's Pierre Boulez. Pierre Boulez. Okay. I can't think of anyone I'd, I'd, li- I'd like to get, but with less. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, poor old Charlie Parker. He would have been absolutely... That's brutal. brutal. So, so Toscanini so stays, stays on the board. Stays on the team. Are you out there? <laughs> and we're going to sort out the winners here. So we've got... Winners. Eric Crawford, Sidney Ryden, Darren Festenbach, Carl Schumann, Ed Crawford, Jordan Harley, Chuck Husky, Richard Marlott, Antonio Hidalgo, Felix Mendelsohn. OK, so there are winners. These are our losers. That was an exciting round. Oh, would you like a beer? Yes, please. We hope you're enjoying Quartet for Two, the podcast. Just a quick reminder that you can buy Margit van der Zwan's brilliant card game Quartet by clicking in the link in the episode description. Back to the game. Adding in the wild card. By the way, we we didn't really give Samuel Scheidt his, uh, <laughs> his due. No, that's true. He, he got a bit brasé about it, but that's fine. Next time. And it was... It was it, it, yeah... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when it's I oh, quite like the idea of uh, Bebop being interrupted by Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, here it is. We're shuffling in the, uh, the the second round wild card, which is a harmonic theory wild card. I look forward to getting to that. We don't know which one it's going to be. We've got three. We've only got one in the oh, pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? It could be. T.S. to pick You're listening to this, and you're thinking, "What the fuck yeah. are they going on about? What are those dorks banging on about?" Well, yeah. <laughs> Well, if they made it this far, yes, then they might have been dorks. Right then. I think, yeah. Round we're two. Into round two, then. This is exciting. It feels like it's exploded in the in the last yeah, half yeah, of that yeah. first round. It's thrilling. A thrilling uh, game. My heart's beating very home advantage? quickly. Home disadvantage. Home disadvantage. Ruth Crawford Seed okay, is out. Okay, this is pub. Yes, so this is who we'd like to go to the pub with. Oh my god. Now, I'm gonna make a claim straight away about Ruth Crawford Seeger related to Peggy Seeger and also to the Yeah, yeah, uh, Alan Nomax stuff. Yeah, Alan Nomax kinda going around the country, searching out folk genes. Those guys notoriously, at least in the UK, I don't know what the scene's like in America, but in the UK those guys drink a whole heap. I'm not even I'm not even interested in how much they drink. I think I, I think, but they go to the pub. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think that um, I do think that she uh, probably would be more fun at the pub than Marla. I yeah. mean, I don't get the impression that Marla was an especially fun guy. No, I think he'd be utterly incredible to talk about music. Oh with. God, no, it'd be too scary. No, Ruth Crawford too. Yeah. <laughs> be nicer about music as well. I don't know why. Uh, yeah, okay, fair enough. No, great, that's great. <laughs> that's Ruth what Toscanini Seager does. Beats Gustav Mahler. Gustav Mahler and Toscanini has done his He's job. He's done his work. God, can you imagine if he, if he, if, if he, the ghost of Toscanini found out that we'd used him to, to, put to Mahler put away? a woman against Mahler. Shame on you! Uh, that's Toscanini. brilliant, man. I mean, brilliant Toscanini work. It's worth mentioning, I don't want to go for a pint with Toscanini. <laughs> oh, God, no. Oh, God, no. I don't want to be like, in the same country as Oh, I've just remembered a story. Well, I won't tell it now. We'll do it next time. But there's a story about Toscanini. Home advantage. 
Felix Mandelson. Amazing. Plays William Bird. Oh, now this is an interesting one. I think it's Mendelssohn. I, I mean, I, yeah, for me, it's definitely Mendelssohn. But you could do your thing where you. No, tell me no, Mendelssohn's going through. Okay, fine. Yeah, good. Yeah. I'm pleased because I love. I Mendelsohn. love William Bird, but but yeah, I mean, just Mendelssohn. Yeah, just Mendelssohn. Just Mendelssohn. No, oh, it's me. Sorry. Johann Sebastian Bach. Could this be? Could this be? <laughs> yeah, maybe. No. Oh, it's Piotr. <laughs> it's Piotr, Piotr Tchaikovsky. Sorry, Piotr, but Bach goes through. I heard Rachel Podger playing Bach today. It was on the after I finished on the radio. The first thing that Annika, the presenter, put on was Rachel Podger playing one of the Chacons. Oh my God! Oh, well, sorry, one of the Patita movements. Yeah, yeah. Well, it could be um, in the Chacon. It wasn't the show, uh, but Why did and you it was do that? just beautiful. Oh, it's a classical music program. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. we've got a classical music program on there. That's great. Yeah. So oh, Bach's through. We've got. Oh, but Rachel Podger playing Bach. Yeah, amazing. Just amazing. But, but her doing her, her version of the Toccata and Fugue in D minor. You know. What a range for violin. Solo violin. Holy moly! It is. Unbelievable. See, it's on that disc that just won the BBC Music magazine. Oh, uh, that's oh, yes, of course. Oh, amazing. No, I've got to listen to it. We should to listen to it later. Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah. I, I, you've just made me realise I was, I managed to find some time this week to start some new arrangements. Oh, wow. And so I was arranging oh, Finzi's Shortening Days for guitar. Yeah. Uh, I think I've made about four bars progress. It's really complicated to arrange. But having heard that someone has arranged to cut and fugue for violin, I feel a lot. <laughs> I feel a lot less sorry for myself. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry that it's taking ages. Oh no, it's good. It's interesting. It's nice to be doing yeah, that stuff yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. Oh god. Yeah. And there's what bits composer? that are working really well. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the stuff I like doing. You know, mostly into your social media. Right? Oh god, tell me about it. <laughs> Go on then. Let's do it. <laughs> ah! Okay, it's modulation. Okay, so, so, so harmonic, theory. harmonic theory wildcard has come up. Yeah. So modulation means that you replace the next drawn composer with one from the pack. I think it's the most exciting harmonic theory one. Well, so whoever this is, we're just going to bin, bin that person and replace them with someone from the other pack, from the rest of the cards. Yeah, and so do they, So that, that counts as your go and, and then I, I face someone off. Against it, the yeah. new yeah, okay, new. fine. So we also get a die and a buy in this in this round as yeah. well. So great. So modulation. Oh, what, what clip are we going to use for modulation? Oh, by the way, the picture as well is AI's version of Beethoven turning into Mozart, but AI doesn't That's really hilarious. know. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> With a kind of dark. That's brilliant. Sorry, we, we take we can take a, we can put that on the website. Yeah. yeah, you can find it on the website. <laughs> but what uh, what clef is this? Well, we, let's assume it's in? treble clef. But why is the why is the G sharp up, up above the stave rather than below? Is that where That's it would normally be? Fucking when was the last time you played the trumpet, though? That's the last time I read the score. That's quite embarrassing. So we've removed. Oh, no, yeah, so this is the person that's going to yeah, basically yeah, yeah. die. Oh, oh the You're taking the. Oh, 
so annoying. So annoying. I don't like modulation anymore. All right, so Jonathan Harvey's out and replaced from the pack with... <laughs> Maurice Ravel. Maurice Ravel. Oh, it's a trade-up in terms of, of strength. In. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's against. Clara Schumann, who would have been going through, I think. Oh, Ravel is hard to argue. Well, no, no, do, do it. See, if... uh, I don't know that I want to. Because um, Ravel's music just unfailingly makes me go, oh, my God, this is so good. Gooey. <laughs> Such good music. Not gooey, because that makes it sound... No, I mean, no, I mean you go gooey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but just, it's just... OK, name a Ravel piece that you don't like. There's none. And I was saying this to Nettie the other day. Whenever it comes on, you always recognise, oh, that sounds like Ravel. Yeah. And yeah. if you don't know it, you're still like, that's absolutely beautiful. Yeah, like, yeah, it, yeah, it's, yeah. It, it, it holds so a very specific place. that you could say that about. Yeah, that's true. Even... Even Bach. Yeah, even Beethoven. Um, yeah, oh God. I don't Beethoven. think... I don't think... I've never thought of it that way before. No, I've but never thought... I, I feel if you're going to... If you had to, like, pick a piece and you don't know what it's going to be, you're in safest hands with Ravel. <laughs> That's interesting, yeah. yeah. If you've got a, you've got a random one. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, Clara's Clara's gone. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll enjoy putting Clara through again in yeah, the future, yeah, but yeah, that's yeah, a tough but, draw. Yeah. And it's such a shame because John Harvey, I think, well, she would definitely. Have been. Oh, she definitely. It's you. It's Papa, Papa Hayden. Playing yes. Vivaldi. Oh my goodness. Okay. Hayden. Haydn. Well, Haydn's more Haydn's more um more influential. He's more um mm. diverse music mm-hmm. musical output. Yeah, uh, I mean he's more I historically assumed, important. Yeah. And you can never find him. <laughs> well that's why you should put the album. <laughs> so we've got another dial by and we're yeah. gonna do the flip before we turn who, it over. Who turn is it over. Then? Who is it? Uh, don't try and don't, don't try, try and remember. Guess, don't try uh and here we go. It's going to be a bye. So it's a buy for Prokofiev. Yes, <laughs> that's quite good. He might yes. not have got through otherwise. No, he probably yeah. wouldn't have because you know not the strongest. There we are. Right. So great, great. This has been so much fun. So we've got. Uh, Love it. Good to I see you. Love it. It's great to Toscanini's see. Toscanini's done well. Getting Ruth Corbett's done really well. And it was like so much shite, less so. Right, so we're down to three cards each. <sighs> okay. Let's go. Let's get a cracking home advantage. Bach. Beats. Prokofiev. Prokofiev. Bye bye. Oh, uh. Papa Hayden. Oh. Beats. Felix Mendelssohn. Fucking hell, another day I want to have that conversation. Oh, really? Yeah, no, let's have it now. Come on, we've got to get some value out of this round. Otherwise, When's the last time you've been close to tears at Haydn? Not, you know, historical importance. We always, I feel yeah, like we yeah, always yeah, overrate yeah, that yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, oh, well, I can't remember. 
The last time I was Grace to Tears with Haydn. And Mendelssohn? Yeah, well, like, every single time we play that single piece of yeah. music, and there's plenty more besides. I, th- I mean, biography, I th- biography, Mendelssohn's got a lot of struggle with his... Um, with the, the Jewishness, and Haydn... OK, yeah, he... he um, he was forced to become an original because he was cut off from the world at the court of Astahazi. There's a, a little... That reminds me of first-year music, yeah, music yeah, history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, I mean, w- w- let's not forget that, like, Haydn is a wig. He's he's the real deal. String quartets, piano sonatas, just un- enormous B.O.W. 100, I mean, that is, that is too many. That's that's <laughs> 100 more than... Oh, no, he, it's 99 more than yeah. Anderson. <laughs> um and they are really good, and Mendelssohn's symphonies are really good too. Mendelssohn's symphonies are amazing. But only the three, only three and four, and five actually. The I know I started off all hot and heavy, but maybe it's good to give ourselves pause when we see a wig. It doesn't mean they automatically yeah. go through. I think in this case, I think it is Haydn, but that it's not just because of the. It's so interesting, isn't it? It's just I just my love for the string quartet. Mm. Makes this about string quartets, and and I absolutely adore Mendelssohn's quartets, but Haydn. Yeah, whenever there's a Haydn quartet on the menu, I'm like, yeah, that's great. I'm yeah, well, I'm really yeah, excited yeah, yeah, to yeah, hear yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, and then and then the th- the symphonies, like you know, you can you can you can filter out eighty of the symphonies, yeah. and there's still you know there's still some. Did I play you that new recording from Pavel Yevi and the? Deutsche Kammerphilharmonie Bremen. No, uh, we'll some keep... cracking, cracking. I wouldn't mind cracking, listening to that tonight. Cracking, cracking. Yeah, 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 man. Because I, I was talking about the um, the London so symphonies good. with, yeah, with Nettie the other day. Yeah, and that's what they are. We need. Uh, uh, yeah, I need to oh, buy that CD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but 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 Haydn, you know, like just he's got the those early symphonies, the morning, noon, mm. and night. Really good. There's the, the farewell symphony where they all yeah, leave the stage, which beautiful. is yeah, which is amazing. And actually, that's very um, moving. Political and kind of interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, 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 I want to put Haydn through for all loads of sensible reasons, but I'm glad that we had a little. Yeah, check. I'm glad that and we, we had need a to check. do that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Haydn through. Some days I would put Mendelssohn through here, I think. Yeah, exactly. Um, last one, and it's you. Uh, yeah. Ruth Crawford-Seager. Maurice Ravel. Maurice Ravel wins. Ravel wins, right. So, but, well done, Crawford-Seager. She's Crawford done Seager. well, yeah, that's fun. So, top three, top what are we left three with? of... Bach, Haydn and... Ravel. And I think we know that Ravel comes third. Even though he's your jack, he's your jackpot composer. Like, yeah. you know any piece that you can. If you're going to reach about. for something, it'll be beautiful. Yeah, I suppose. I, he's so much. I suppose actually, the, the I don't lucky dip for Haydn and Bach is just like a, a vast like silo. Whereas <laughs> for out. Ravel, it's more of a you know it's a thing of <laughs> niche record shop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a full-on car boot for Bach, Haydn, yeah. Mozart. Great. And I yeah, Ravel is like it. some beardy guy who's collected vinyl since he was six. And yeah, like, actually, you're really like this. I love it. I love it. Oh, Ravel only got in on a flipping oh, modulated. Yeah. yeah, he's had to do no work. Anyway, sorry. Sorry, yeah. it's good night from uh, Bach, Haydn, and Ravel. It's good night from Arthur Me. Keegan, and it's good night from David Fay. And uh, cheerio. Bye. Well done, Dave. 
thanks very much for listening and making it through to the end of the podcast. Good effort. Do remember that you can buy Margit van der Zwan's brilliant card game quartet by clicking the link in the episode description. And also, if you're so inclined, please do like and subscribe this podcast. Thank you.